Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, You can have chosen any other podcast, um, but you chosen this, you chose this one, chosen, chosen, that's (laughs) that came off funny. You chose this one to uh, listen to. So thank you so much. Today, I have a special guest, and we're going to get into our conversation here in a second. But before we do that, I want to remind you, if you haven't been tuning in the last few weeks, but I have the Become Your Vision Women's Conference coming up in September. If you're in the Charleston area, it's going to be in Mount Pleasant at this place called uh, the Ion Chapel. It's gorgeous. Um, I'll be speaking. I will have um, a guest speaker. There will be giveaways and workshops, and it's going to be amazing. The tagline is step out of fear and into fierce. It's going to be so much fun. Tickets are going to be going on sale at the end of July, so stay tuned. That's what I'm aiming for anyway, end of July. Stay tuned. You can follow me on Instagram at lauren.kubot. I'll leave that information in the show notes. Also, uh, if you want to receive my emails, I will um, send that information out as well, and that'll be in the show notes as well. All right. I want to get into the interview, but before we do that, also, I want to share the review of the week. You guys know, if you've been listening, that I choose uh, a review of the week each week, every Wednesday. If I do a bonus episode on Monday, I don't, but here we are. It's Wednesday. So this one comes from Camille Isley. Thank you, Camille. Beyond inspirational. If you are a dreamer or goal-driven uh, or goal-driven women, definitely subscribe to this channel and make Become Your Vision a part of your weekly listening. This podcast will not only keep you inspired, but be your motivation on days when needed because we all have those days. Yeah, you're right. Lauren is an amazing woman with a true heart to help other women reach their full potential in life. Thank you, Camille. I appreciate it so much. Uh, If you're listening to this one, I have a special prize for you. Uh, I have affirmation cards from my Etsy store. I actually created this. um, I used to have them hanging on my mirror and then I bought this like thing on Etsy. It has these like little, um, uh, what are they? Like little clips and they put these affirmation cards on there. But anyway, I will send those to you. All right, here's our interview today. We have Pamela Inveen, um, and Pamela began her journey with Ariel in 2009. She has continued to train with some of the country's best aerialists. Pamela was the owner and coach of Gig Harbor Aerial Fitness and Gig Harbor Yoga Fusion in the Seattle area for 10 years before moving back to Charleston, where she was born and raised. As a certified personal trainer since 1997, Pamela has a deep understanding of teaching and what it takes takes to support students. 
Pamela's gift to connect with students plays an essential role, role in her coaching style. By understanding the diverse backgrounds and goals of each individual, she is able to elevate classes to another level. Eye contact, body language, empathy, and humor are among some of the traits that make Pamela an effective coach. Pamela is so excited to share this incredible workout and art form with you uh, on the Charleston Peninsula. You can be sure to receive the safest, highest quality training at Uptown Ariel. Thank you, Pamela, for being here. You're welcome. I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> it is going to be, it's going to be fun. So uh, for listeners, Pamela and I met um, through a mutual friend, John from Oblique Magazine. He's great. Um, and he wanted to create this event at Uptown Ariel for people that were associated with the magazine. So we had this Ariel Silks, Silks class, which Pamela teaches, and I never took a class before in aerial silk. So it was my first time, but I was super excited. I would see these types of workouts um, on Instagram. One of my girlfriends from Chicago, she actually does aerial silks and she's very skilled in it. Um, so I was super excited and it was so much fun, but so challenging. <laughs> um, and one of the reasons like I love, I fell in love with Pam, um, the first uh, time I met her because Aww. your energy, you have <laughs> such great energy. You have a beautiful smile. You're really like interested in people. And you could tell that you really have a passion for aerial silk. So I think that's truly amazing. Oh, well, thank you. I am, um, you know, I love teaching. Yeah. I just, I love teaching and I, I understand it because I've, I've been in every little um, aspect of the beginning, middle, end you know, yeah. <laughs> how hard it is. And, you know, so right. I, I have empathy, I think. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you weren't just like going up there and like doing all these tricks that so you're like, you started with the basics, which you need to. And then I hosted, um, I loved it so much. I hosted one of my vision meetups, which I try to do monthly different than the events, but, um, and it was fun. The girls had so much fun. Uh, we were laughing at ourselves because it is so challenging and it's something that you have to be able to just like laugh at yourself if you're not able to get something right away. Um, but for listeners who maybe have never seen an aerial silks class, can you explain what it is? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny because there, there, there tends to be a com confusing um, aspect of aerial arts uh, performance performance, circus, and aerial yoga. Mm. So it's not aerial yoga, what I teach. So what um, it, the, the, I, I think the only thing that first thing that comes to mind and the easiest thing for people to understand is when I say, um, if you've ever seen Cirque du Soleil, mm. we've seen them on these big long silks or ropes or whatever, and they're in the air and they're doing tricks and and it's more performance-based. Mm. And so that's where it starts is in the circus arts. Um, but we take it way down to a, a much lower level and we learn how to just play on these apparatuses called fabric, silk, tissue. Um, I also teach on rope. It's a soft rope and it's called cordelie. And um, so I just do the vertical apparatuses. Um, but you just kind of make a hammock you can make a little swing sit in the swing learn how to use your core um, and eventually learn how to climb 
and then to invert in the air and act and wrap and do tricks. Yeah. And so we just start from the ground up and work our way up. And, um, and it's different than yoga where, where one would sit in, in a big, bigger, wider hammock type thing and, and, and do yoga asanas, mm -hmm. relax and pose and stretch. And so it's more uh, active and dynamic. Yeah. But you don't get to use those little, the silks and the two pieces and, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. When the girls first got there um, for the meetup that we did, they're like, can I, you're like, go feel them, you know, and yeah. kind of yeah. get comfortable with them before you actually start to use them. And I think that um, release some, you know, tension too. It's like, oh, they're just, you know, they're silky. So, um, you know, you want to touch them. They, they feel good. You know, they're not as intimidating as they look because you see them hanging from the ceiling and you're like, oh my gosh. But, um, but yeah, once you like, you know, just get a feel for it, it's actually, it makes it less intimidating. So um, would you describe it as an upper body, lower body, or more core or all? Good question. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say all because mm -hmm. I do don't, I, I don't think you use your lower body, your, your, you know, hips down as much as you use your hips up. <laughs> right. So it's more lower core. Mm -hmm. I mean, just lower abs. Yes. A lot of that. A lot of lower ab um, up all the way. A lot of back. Yeah. So lower abs, mid abs, but back. So I yeah. try to really encourage people to find those muscles in your in your back. Yeah. As yeah. when you hang, you want to hang with those big, large muscles. In, in your back instead of just those tiny little muscles in the front of your shoulders. Right. <laughs> Which is what we all want to do. Yeah. You know, we just want to ah, hang with those shoulders and scrunch up and, you know, but yeah, um, yeah you know, it can be very, like going back to what you said about your group coming in, it was um, very, very common that when, that, that people will walk in and go, uh, Oh my gosh. And they're nervous coming in. They're nervous the day before they're nervous when they walk in the door yeah. and they just, you know, I don't know what this is going to be, but I don't know. You know, but by the time they leave, it's all smiles. Yes. Everybody's having a great time and they feel super empowered and proud. Totally. You know, and yes. sore the next couple of days. Yeah. Oh yes. I, a lot of the women were like, Oh my gosh, I was sore in places. I didn't think I was going to be sore. You or know? Yeah. Abs they, and back and triceps. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And then uh, a lot of the women, well, there were, I would say two of the uh, two women reached out to me and they're like, is there a weight limit? And I was like, and then I asked you and there, there's no weight limit. Oh, so no. um, a lot of people think they can't do something because there's um, a weight limit. There's also women that came that had injuries and you catered to their injuries. Yeah. You had a surgery on your shoulder, correct? Oh yeah. That's, um, you know, that's a, that's a very, uh, predominant part of my aerial, uh, journey journey was mm -hmm. my, my shoulder injury because it happened only a, a, a couple, three years, not even after I began. And oh, I've been wow. doing this a long time. Yeah. And so it really changed the, um, change the course for me, if you will. 
Um, sure did. I had I had rotator uh, tear, mm. and um, and you know I will I will let your your listeners know that this is not something that's always common. You know injuries. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of knowing and understanding and learning how to uh, take care of your body and your muscles and to warm up properly before you begin and while you're doing it. So I didn't really know that back then when I first started. Yeah. I didn't really have someone that was, that taught me those things. So, um, I learned since then, you know, how to teach and coach, you know, wellness, but, but anyway, I had the rotator surgery. Um, and then five months later I tore it again. So I was, I was out for, well, at least a a year, not doing anything. And then further after that, and I, I would say that um, that injury um, helped me become a better coach, right. teacher, person, mm-hmm. all of it. I had to check my ego at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, I just began from there saying, I can't show you how to do this. Right. But I can explain it to you and I'm going to lay on the floor mm-hmm. and I'm going to wrap that fabric around my body mm-hmm. and have you do the same thing for me in the air. Yeah. So that's how I had to teach for several years. And it right. was humbling and very difficult. <laughs> I'm sure because I've, well, and then going back to um, the people that you're instructing, I think it makes you more relatable because there's are there are a ton of people with um you know surgeries or injuries so it's like okay she's had her own struggle too because there were a couple women they're like oh you know I had the surgery I can't do it exactly I can't right. do exactly the sort of thing I'm like I know trust me <laughs> right right and who better to teach it because you have been right where they have been so I thought that was that's huge you know I think I, maybe uh, a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. And it's really fascinating to me how um, that injury taught me more and made me stronger than wow. any, any of the strength training I could have ever done and training yeah. I could have ever done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can we go back to, okay, so how did you, um, can you explain your fitness journey, where you began and <laughs> how you eventually fell in love with Ariel? Yeah. It's, um, well, you know, okay, well, I will start back in college. I went to the University of South Carolina mm-hmm. and my very first, and I always was running and, um, you know, f- fit, dancing, running, but I started teaching at a place in Columbia called, um, um, oh my gosh, it's, it just went out of my head just That's now. That's okay. It'll come to you later. Okay. It will, it will come to, oh. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's very popular. They did okay. videos and everything. Anyway, um, that was my first time teaching. And, um, and then I moved after I graduated from college, I went to San Francisco and I lived in San Francisco for about 10 years, wow. but I was just taking classes. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, girl, I was the picture perfect example of 1980s aerobics. I would put on, I put on my little leotard with the really high cut legs and my slouchy socks and my Reeboks. 
and my headband and I would go in class every day after work and I would jump and kick and scream and holler and you know I was total aerobic woman I love it <laughs> and it was just kind of my thing I, lo I loved it so much but I never I never taught um so anyway fast forward had children moved to Seattle Washington area in Gig Harbor where um, my bio said and it's about an hour south of Seattle and um, just still kept working out. But one day I just said, well, you know, I should see if I can teach this. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got certified as a group instructor and I started teaching uh, step aerobics, mm -hmm. the steps and the weights and everything. And that was that was back in 1995. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm six, almost 61. So I'm going to start saying dates that are way pre pre y'all's birth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you how young you are. So 61 and you guys, she looks amazing, you know, amazing. Like just the energy you're super fit and you're strong and you put some of the people in my like generation, like to shame the way that you're just able to like flip yourself. And yeah, oh, gosh, girl, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, I am. Um... So yeah, so I started teaching and this is, I had babies too. So, um, mm. you know, you know, you understand how it is. How many and kids? Exhausting. I had two, I have two. Okay. And um, so my little girl was a, a year old when I started, um, maybe not even a year. She, and, and so I was ex, ex, really loved it, but I only taught every now and then. Right. I eventually moved into thinking that I would rather teach people personally because I found this is funny how, you know, you know, my path set me, um, that teaching group classes, it was, I couldn't help people do things the right way in a large group setting, mm. like 30 people. And I would see somebody doing it wrong. And I would just, um, can't stop class and go over there and work with this. One. Right. So I thought, you know, I, I think that I should do it personally. And, and, and then I went in that direction and I became an in-home personal trainer. Mm. So I started going to people's homes right. and traveling to their homes. And that became my, um, my moneymaker. And so okay, I did okay. that for many years and I taught at the same time. So I started my own kind of yoga fusion Pilates thing. Okay. And, I, and by the time I left and moved here, I had been teaching that for kind of like 18 years. The wow. same, the same class format, and it was always very popular. Okay. On yeah. top of the personal training and the aerial, so I was ready to semi-retire when I moved here. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's that's a lot. That's draining, and and on your body, you know, your body takes a toll. And maybe do you feel like that um, is kind of one of the things that led to your injury? Is maybe like overworking oh, your body. Oh, I think so for sure. Yeah. But, um, but you know, the air, it was kind of like, um, well, the aerial started later about 10, 12 years ago now, okay. but, um, I'll tell you my story about the aerial because yeah. I just think that every time I tell it, I get goosebumps. Yeah. I, we would because, love to hear it. Well, because it, it, it might not give you goosebumps. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's, it's just, it was just such a life changing thing for me. Yeah. You know? It yeah. changed my life. I and love that. I, uh, I was kind of, you know, I was living my life. I had young children. I um, was teaching personal training and I just 
I just wasn't happy, mm. you know? I was in this phase of my life where, at, oh, from the outside, it just looked like I had everything, you know, mm -hmm. I had it all. I was um, always volunteering on top of all the work, you know, Habitat for Humanity. I was working, mm -hmm. volunteering um, at um, retirement homes, you know, running the bingo, doing it, just everything. And I think I, and I was chasing that spark, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I always like to refer to this phase in my life as my khaki phase. Your khaki? Yeah, my khaki phase, like khaki pants. Yes. Okay. You were you were in khakis all the time. I was in, I was in my khaki phase. And to know me, and you, you've met me, I am not a khaki wearing kind of girl. No, totally. You're like you're in that leotard form phase. Yeah. wearing this last time we went. I think the first time I met you, you had like um a glitter. Like oh, I had a little rhinestone on my, uh, my yeah, that was the first eye. time rhinestone on her eye. I was like, I love her. Um, <laughs> and then this last time, well, every, you know, the, uh, when you, you dress, it's very form fitting, but she had her little Lululemon leotard on. And I'm like, this chick, hit, you got it, girl. <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, I was always, um, colorful, you know, personality, yeah. everything, you know, and khaki is so not hey, no way. And um, so it was just a manifestation of, of how I think I was, I was feeling, right. You know, I was in a long, happy marriage, but we were just kind of like treading water, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I just uh, was watching an evening magazine type of a show, a local show one evening. Mm -hmm. And uh and a show came on about this, this man who was teaching aerial arts in Seattle. Wow. And I just, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it that, that this existed mm -hmm. for someone to be able to even take a class. Right. I thought it was just for circus people and for Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And I thought, how can this, and I just went the next day. It was an hour away. I went wow. the very next day, um, walked into that class, took took that class and it, it opened every door and every explosion of color for me possible. Wow. Um, I have a favorite quote of mine that describes it absolutely perfectly. And it's from a, um, a novelist uh, named Annie Dillard. Mm -hmm. And she said, I had been my whole life a bell and never knew it until I was lifted and struck. Mm, that's and pretty. That, that is exactly what happened to me. Yeah. And um, I found it and, wow. and it changed every, I just, I think I took off those khakis. It was the kind with the pleats on it, you know, the khaki with the pleats and everything. Yeah. Not so good. <laughs> no. Wore my hair in a little banana clip and, you know, not, not a great look. But yeah. anyway, I, I started wearing, you know, aerial clothes and, right. and it, it was wonderful. And, so, okay. So it was an hour away. How often were you going then after that? Well, point? Okay. Um, so this class that the only class that I knew of was an hour away and it was at Wednesday, it was on Wednesday nights at seven 30 PM. Wow. And it was on Saturday mornings at seven 30 AM. Mm. So I got up every Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. I left my house at 6 30 a.m. every Saturday morning and I drove to that class 
And the funny thing about it is that he did, it was an hour class and he, he did in 30 minutes yoga, just a yoga vinyasa, vinyasa mm -hmm. warm up, and then 30 minutes of aerial. That was it. Wow. And I just skipped out of there. Like I was lighter than a feather. Yeah. <laughs> just, that was it. And I drove my hour back. Oh, wow. And so I tell people, it's like, they say, oh, it's across the ashy. And I think, oh, honey. Right. <laughs> do you right. want either you want to do it or you don't, because that shouldn't be the reason. For sure. <laughs> I totally. Hey, before we get back into the show, I want to ask you a question. And that is, are you looking for a convenient, affordable, and most importantly, fun workout that you can do wherever and whenever? Then I need to tell you about Bar Where You Are's on-demand workouts. So my girlfriend and fellow boss babe, Heather McWright, has created an amazing online platform with more than 100 different bar, yoga, and dance cardio workouts that are available at the touch of your fingertips. Whether you prefer working out at home, you're planning on going on vacation and don't want to stop your fitness routine, then Bar Where You Are is just what you need. So they have these workouts ranging from 15 minutes to an hour and they literally have everything that you need. And lucky for you, Become Your Vision listeners are getting access to 10% off your first month. All you have to do is head to barwhereyouaresc.com slash online workouts. Click subscribe now and enter promo code become your vision for 10% off your first month. I will leave that in the show notes and I promise you, you won't regret it. Um, now, how long were you taking classes with him until you were like, okay, I want to start teaching this and then eventually, you know, um, deciding to open your own business? Yeah. Um, well, I was 48, almost 49 when I started taking classes. Okay. Yeah. And, um, for my 49th birthday, my husband said, you know, I can, I can hang cause I love the rope and it's the quarterly and it's, um, if you ever, if you look it up on um, Instagram or, or YouTube or something, just aerial rope, then you'll understand what that is. Okay. And, um, but that's what I fell in love with. And my husband said, I, you know, I could buy you a rope and hang it in the house. Okay. And I do not recommend that y'all, whoever's listening out there, I don't recommend it because it's not, it's not safe, but we had, unless you get a structural engineer to come mm. to look at the structure of your home. Mm. Um, and with that being said, I will say that we had, um, I had a home that had huge, big open beams that kept my home up and mm. they were structurally very, very sound. And, uh, my husband's an ex professional sailor and he knows his rigging, you know, yeah. So he, um, bought me a rope and he hung it in my living room. That's so cool. That was the beginning. That was wow. the beginning. And I started playing with it and I thought, well, you know what I can do? I can have my personal training clients come in here and we will do some really great, you know, workouts with this aerial stuff. Wow. And it just kind of kept rolling. Mm. And then I said, well, maybe I could buy some silks. I mm. bought a set. We did the silk. And then I bought a trapeze and then I bought a hoop and you know, I only had two points, like in the gym where you went, it's only two spots. Right. But um, we would just trade them out. And, but um, it was in my living room, in my house for oh, like 11 years. 
Yeah. (laughs) And it just got bigger and bigger until we finally started having performances and shows. And one of our shows, we had 250 people come and attend. Wow. That space. And yes, amazing. Yeah. And we're having one soon, you know, I I was going to ask you, that was one of my questions towards the end. That's fine. Yeah. But but anyway, that's how that started. Just kind of a snowball, just kind of just kept getting bigger and getting bigger and more popular. And, and, you know, I had my injury and it's okay. I taught on the floor and my students got even better because their coach had to teach them from the floor. Right. (laughs) Wow. So, okay. You, when did you take the aerials? You're like, I need a space for this or decide, were you back in Charleston at that time? Um, when I did, what was the question again? So when did you decide to open up a business, I guess, outside of your home? Was it first in Washington and then brought it here or? Yeah, no, I, I was locked into my home. I wasn't going anywhere. I had the the best situation there, Yeah. but, um, no, you know, I guess backing up the story a little bit, having been born and raised in Charleston, Mm -hmm. I missed it terribly, mm-hmm. always and forever. Really? <laughs> and yeah. I always wanted to come home. I always mm-hmm. wanted to move back. And although I, I lived my life, raised my children in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. where I'm so glad I did. They're, they're super rad, cool people. Yeah. But um, I always yearned for the low country. Wow. I missed yeah. it terribly. And uh, my husband's job, he's a, he's a helicopter pilot. And so wow. he, yeah, he, um, his work took him to a place where he said, Hey, you know what? I don't have to be locked into one location. I, he, he's the um, national, one of the national relief pilots for his work. And so he said, I can, we can live anywhere. Right. We have to live in a certain spot. And so he said, if you want to go to Charleston, we can. And I was like, are you kidding? Oh my gosh. No, I can't do that. I have a, no, I don't want to leave here. I have this wonderful thing going. How can yeah. I do this? I can't, but we just started playing around and looking, looking at places and looking at houses. And honestly, Lauren, mm-hmm. we saw this house and I called my friend who's a realtor and she said she went, she would look at it and she walked in. She said, you have to make an offer on this. It's wow. amazing. We made an offer over looking at it over the internet. And we came and we bought this house in November of 2018. Wow. And I told my students like two weeks later, I have to leave. And so I knew I was retiring from my work and I was ready to retire because I got to move to Charleston. I had this dream single home that I've always wanted to have. Right. Mm -hmm. And I quit my work Mm -hmm. and it, I moved here and, um, for about a year, I cried every day. <laughs> yeah. Happy to be here. I did not want to take it back. I was glad I was here, but I missed teaching Ariel so bad. It would just about kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Just kill me. And so then my, my, everybody, you know, said, you need to find a space, just put some stuff up, just put a couple points up, you right. know, just, play with it. just have it for your own. Just. And so I found um, pale horse CrossFit which is mm-hmm. the perfect spot. Um, yeah. Just the perfect spot for me. And walked in, the guy that owns it, Caleb, just said, opened arms, hug me. Oh my God, come on, come on, let's do this. 
But anyway, it just, again, it's just kind of um, a little snowball roll starting to happen. That is so cool. <laughs> yes, and, and you have a following here now, and it's amazing that it, it happened quickly. But when you are doing your passion and yeah. you are inspiring people, the it spreads. I, you know, I, I always, I've always felt like it's just kind of a, and I don't quite understand, you know, the whole woo woo part of it, you know, but I, um, I always feel like if I believe something, Mm -hmm. if I can see it in my, my head, if I can, if I can visual, I'm not even visualizing it on purpose, right? Just know what's going to happen for sure. And it happens. Yes. I couldn't agree with that even more. I think that's why we mesh so well. It's like, if you envision it, Yes. Like it will happen, you know, you know, and it might not happen right away. And, um, yeah, but eventually you'll, you'll get to that point. Yes. Do that thing that you think you can do. You know, it's like, I I feel it. I feel it. I always knew that I could make something really awesome on this Charleston Peninsula happen with aerial arts. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's super cool and young and fun and full of energy yeah. And they need it. And, right. so, and I'm just like, ah, let's yeah. do it. And it attracts all ages too, because yeah. um, with my meetup, I, you know, there's women from all different ages. There's, you know, in their twenties all the way to, you know, their sixties, a lot of the women um, are in their sixties. And um, so it was cool at the, at the meetup. Um, it was just all different ages. You think like you, I don't know. What would you tell women that maybe think like they got to a certain age and they're like, well, my time has passed. What, what would you say to them? Yeah, that's, that's such a, that's such a good question because it really happens a lot. It happens a lot. Um, you know, I'll have, I'll have women say, well, I, you know, I didn't, I can't do that, you know? And, um, and I just try to encourage them to, to not, not see, you know, I think we see the end result and say, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, instead of seeing the beginning step, the first steps, right. The little baby steps of, Oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to try something new. Right. I don't, if it really doesn't feel right for me, well, that's okay. I tried Yeah. And you ne- because you never know what, 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 is going to bloom mm-hmm. get in there and you just have to try it and know yeah. that, you know, you are capable of mm-hmm. every single thing and it doesn't have to be capable of doing back hand, hand, you know, right. hand but you're capable of doing this. Yeah. And that's what I find in the, um, in just the beginner classes and mm-hmm. sitting in that silk, mm-hmm. sitting in the silk, like a swing and lifting your feet off the floor and balancing. Right. People are amazed that they can do this. Yeah. And going upside down and spinning and holding and, you know, they feel so good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it's a wonderful, I don't know. I just encourage women, men, everyone mm-hmm. to, to take that step. And, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but mm-hmm. just try. What do you have to lose? You know? Ooh, nothing, nothing. Yeah, what you right. have to lose is that thought of, well, gosh, I wonder if I could have done that. Right. The regret yeah. that you live with. Yeah. You know, that's what we always taught our children. Yeah. Like, my, my daughter's in Bangkok and my son 
is in Dakar, um, Africa, and they are just, they're really independent, really cool kids. But yeah. from the beginning, we were just like, oh my gosh, people say, oh, how could you let your kids do that? Yeah. And we say, how could we not let them do right. that? Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, so that's how I feel about um, the exercise and the, and the women in certain ages. And mm-hmm. how could you not, how could you not try? Just try. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. So going, um, okay. So age, but also you've been training this woman, incredible woman. She's been on the podcast, uh, Gina Appleby and she, Oh gosh. And she is blind. Can you tell me about that journey as an instructor? Uh, I think you made a post not too long ago. Um, this very, um, challenging move that she couldn't see and you had to explain to her, but that's what you wanted her to do or try. Um, can you explain that? What it's been like to coach her? Wow. I'm really glad you asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that's, that's, I just, um, it's really important question because she is an example of trying Mm -hmm. just really trying something and what she's she's a very fit girl and Mm -hmm. so she's very athletic and she can do certain things but things that she can't do she just tries anyway you know say I don't know if I can do it but I'll try yeah about that you know yeah first of all right right (laughs) um, but for me as a coach to coach her uh and for your audience to know that they haven't heard the podcast she is she is blind, right? She can't see. She mm-hmm. can't see light, a little light stuff, but she can't see. And it was, it was just this last post I think you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's t- climbing with her toes and going around behind the, the rope and pulling forward and whipping. Yeah. And, you know, that was a long journey. Yeah. Very, very hard for me. Yeah. Frustrating for me right. because I couldn't say, no, see how I'm doing this. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, so I would just take her hand and reach it up and yeah. go with her, hold her like she is in my body. And we would move around the rope in the way, in the direction that I wanted her to move. Yeah. And I would take her leg and we would lay on the floor and move our bodies around and you know, I'd hold my hand out and pretend it was, she was holding the rope and mm-hmm. you know, it was, um, it was, it was, it was hard, but it was so fun. And, it, and yeah. to watch her progress. Right. That has to be so rewarding too. Such baby steps. Yes. And yeah. then, you know, what's, what's rewarding is the trust that, that, that my students have in me. Right. I mean, 100%. Yeah. And I always say, trust me. Right. The number one thing, because it's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. to get up there and go upside down and to let right. go. Right? right. And so she trusts me 100%. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's been, that is, that's such a beautiful like relationship. Cause I'm like envisioning you guys, like you have to, she has to trust, you know, um, yeah, you being so close to her and moving her oh, body yeah. a certain way. It's like, and she doesn't have a, a like, she's a nude model. Um, if you haven't yeah. listened to that episode, you really need to Gina Appleby. Um, so good y'all. It's, uh, it was so much. Thank she you just, more. thank you. She just has such a beautiful look on take on life. Oh. And, um, 
she, so when I'm thinking about too, like, so she's a nude mom. So she doesn't really care about like what her body looks like, obviously. Um, and there's like a sense of freedom there, but I'm just thinking about like, you have to be entwined and like touching each other and stuff. And it just so you can teach and, you know, and there's something so beautiful about, about that. Like you were saying, like, there's, there's a lot of trust that were happy, you know, had to happen. And then from your point of view, being able to be like, okay, it took us so long to be able to get this where we were both understanding each other and then see it come to life. That had to be like, oh, I just kind of get goosebumps thinking about that. Yeah. Cause that, that, that the exact skill that we're talking about it's hard for people who can see right they don't, they don't get it yeah yeah <laughs> so I just was uh that's I'm just so proud of her but yeah. um but you yeah. be proud of yourself too I, I am you know I am yeah. I think it's it's pretty cool that I can teach a blind person to climb that rope the way that she did so right. I think well I uh, that's pretty good girl yeah <laughs> Yeah, but um, but I think also my my students um, every time they walk in the door and every time I always after class but when they walk in the door I hug each one of them I look mm. at them in the eye and I just say how are you today are you doing okay and you know you ready for this and you know and then after class I always text them and you yeah. know tell them that you know what they did great I loved it and you know keep it yeah. up or if they had a bad day you know you know, it's okay. Next time will be different. And, you know, so I really believe in that, that the trust that way too, that mm-hmm. they, that it's a safe place. Right. Cause you're building a relationship outside of that. It's not just about going there and then, you know, taking this class. It's more to that because there's a lot of mental stuff too. Like if they had a bad day prior, that could be throwing so, them off. Yeah. Or, and you know, I mean, you, you are a, a coach. Mm-hmm. And you see it, you can see it when, when, when that person walks in the door or mm-hmm. you know if they're, they're frustrated or they're having a bad day. Right. And then as a coach, you know, to say, mm-hmm. oh, no, no big deal. Don't worry about it. Right. Well, let's skip that. Let's skip that stuff right now. Let's move right. else, you know, yeah. or so. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I think that's why people connect with you because it's, it's more, it's more than that. It's more than a class. Um, kind of going back to your husband, I think it's so cute. (laughs) So he was there taking photos, um, of us and he seems just like really supportive. You know, he installed these, these ropes for you and then was like, okay, let's move. Um, you have two kids. And, um, so has that, that journey been like, easy for you as far as like um creating this bond and then also like did it fall naturally when he was like well, I'll just take photos um when you teach classes and things like that um you know I, I feel like we've always been well I know we have we're, we're just partners right in everything we do mm-hmm. and um he was there from the beginning he was always just taking pictures and he never did anything and then one day he put down his camera and I was trying to explain to somebody, this is back in Gig Harbor mm-hmm. to, in the beginning. I was trying to explain to someone how to do something. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, here, uh, show them, do it like this. And he got up and he did, did the aerial trick. No way. And I had never seen him even up there. Wow. And we laugh about that all the time because he just watched it so many times. And right. He what to do. 
So he kind of started being kind of an assistant with me. No way. Yes, he would teach. So he still does. He, he comes in, he teaches my more advanced students. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, could, he teaches um, like bigger drops or he teaches, he can show them, help them with their form and getting into, you know, um, more advanced moves. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, he, he, he's a great photographer. He loves to come in and take the pictures. He's really quiet. He likes to be in the background. Mm-hmm. Never, just always in the background. Doesn't want to be in the forefront ever. Yeah. But the, the move and this, this whole transition for us has been the best thing that we ever did. The That's best. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And he is super fit too. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You, you like, and you almost, I feel like you have to be doing this, this type of work, but, um, can you talk or explain to the listeners about like what your, do you do anything outside of aerial silks as far as, um, exercise and then, um, what your nutrition looks like? Sure. Um, cool. well, I would like, I, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not a perfect example of great, you know, you know, I like, French fries are my very favorite thing in the whole world. Mm, if there's left in the whole world to eat, I would have, I would pick French fries. Yeah. But, um, but we, you know, I, I have to give him credit for, for, for me being fit and to be being, being healthy, I should say. You have to give who credit? My husband. Oh, your husband. Okay. He's always pushed me, you know, that way. I mean, when we first met when we were in our twenties, you know, he said, why do you have all this, you know, stuff in your house? And why, why are you eating fried? Cause I'm from the South. I'm the country right. girl, you know, yeah. Give me some soul food. Yeah. My jam. Yeah. But he, he's just like, well, you, you need to eat healthier than that, but he's always been like that. But anyway, yeah. um, I, I do yoga for sure. Mm-hmm. And, but I go to, I go to a fitness class, not a fitness class, to an open gym here. Mm. And I just do weights on my own. Mm. I um, just work out on my own a few days a week mm-hmm. uh, because I have bad knees. You know, like I said, I'm 61. I've got super, super um, arthritic knees. Mm. And of course the shoulder thing. But um, so I need to do things on my own and work out my way. But right. I'm always doing something. And yeah. I'm always in there in the aerial gym working out with students. So mm. that keeps me really fit. But, but as far as eating, um, we're both kind of on a um, not no meat, but mm-hmm. fish. you know, pescatarian. Yeah. No dairy, no meat. Um, and uh, just, just healthy whole foods. Yeah. Yeah. And beer and wine. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that's whole food, too. Well, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? But it's it's flexible in terms, you know, where Super you're going to still You know, if I want some tater tots, I'm going to have some tater tots. Yeah. But, but I will have a, a, a really good, you know, energetic smoothie with kale and berries and, mm-hmm. you know, really good, good whole foods and lots right. of vegetables. You know, it, you can definitely tell too, um, just by looking at you guys that you're like, okay, they're, they're healthy. You know, they're taking, um, steps outside of exercise and things like that to take care of yourself. Yeah. So, and we're, we're not militant about it, you know? Right. And yeah, you're, you're enjoying life too. Yeah, which I think that makes that's, it really nice. <laughs> that's the best part too. Okay. So, um, Tell listeners too um, about your your show coming up. Oh, 
oh my gosh, we are so excited about this, Lauren. Yeah. Um, so I start um, Uptown Ariel really got it got started the end of June last year. Oh wow! It's been about a year. Well, because there was COVID. COVID. I was yeah. kind of poking around with it. I had a few personal um, students coming in and out, and um, and then COVID happened, um, and then we stopped for about three months. Mm-hmm. Started getting back on a roll around. June is when I started having people start to trickle in and start take classes and, um, and they're just getting better and better. And I just threw out there, let's do a show, you know, let's do a show. And so now they have something to look forward to and train for, right. But we're going to, we're going to put it on, on November 6th. Okay. And it's going to be at Pale Horse CrossFit. Okay, cool. A great, huge, wonderful space. Um, so my whole idea is it's a party. Oh, I love it. Party. So it's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket, sit down, wait for the show, and then leave. Um, we're just going to, you buy the ticket, you come in, you can get some some wine, some beer on me. Wow. Me. Um, we're going to have fun music. We're going to put on a fun aerial show. The students are going to come out and they're going to bam, bam, bam. They're going to hit these awesome um, tricks and performances. And then we'll move the chairs. And afterwards, we can stay and dance and have a party if people want. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so looking forward to this. Yeah, my my thought is, okay, I just got to make sure we have enough space. Because I really think a lot of people are going to want to come. For sure. I haven't seen any. There's nothing been like this on the peninsula you know maybe yeah. people go to a corporate gig or something right. where there's somebody that's out there doing you know aerial yeah. but this is more inclusive it's right. going to be just all like community family inclusive for anybody in Charleston on the peninsula that wants to come so cool I'm so excited so where can listeners find you and be reminded of like this show coming up if they're in the Charleston area and would love to come well, I think probably the best way to do that is just my Instagram, you know, Uptown Ariel. Okay. And um, we'll just, I'll just post every now and then. I, and I have to say, I'm not very good at social media. My daughter is always on me because she's a social media content manager. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> she, said, she said, oh, mom, you really need to, you need to really up your game with this social media. And it's like, I know, but you know, anyway. Yeah. Um, just look at Uptown Ariel and I'll okay. be posting, I'll post little videos of students and then I'll mention the show or I'll put a little flyer up or something. Um, okay. So yeah, I think we'll, it'll be out there if they okay. at least look at Instagram. Perfect. I'm excited. So Uptown, and I'll leave all of that uh, information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, it was wonderful. It was Yay. so fun. Yeah, I'm so easy to talk to. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I just try to make it. Well, uh, Pam was um, before. I was like, "Would you like to come on the show?" She's like, "I'm not really into these kind of things." You know, I get kind of nervous, <laughs> which I found so shocking, but also comforting because I look at you when you teach and everything um, you know, you're just, you're so confident and you still have, you know, your, your things that make you nervous. And I think that makes you, um, makes you real, but it's like, it's just a conversation, you know, yeah. and then you were completely down for it. <laughs> well, I have total imposter syndrome. <laughs> oh my God. Doesn't ever, it's such I a mean, thing. I, yeah, I suffer greatly through that, you know, yeah. it's just, 
I always think, God, how could I get over this? But I don't know yeah. if, I ever, if you, you know, I think that people just do. Yeah. It, yeah. You think like, why, why me? Or, you know, why do people think I'm this yeah. or that? Or God, one day they're going to find out, I don't know what in the hell I'm doing. Exactly. For <laughs> sure. Everybody. Oh my God. I'm so glad that you said that because I think so many people um, suffer from that, but no, you're truly amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If you like this show, make sure that you um, tag Uptown Ariel and myself. Let us know what you loved about the show. Uh, leave a review. Let me know that you love Pam. Maybe we'll have her on again. Um, and remember, guys, you you got this. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision. And one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again. And remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.